0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast. And don't forget to give us a like if you can and share this with a friend. This month, we're going over the I am statements of Jesus. And when we study those, we will begin to discover who we are in light of who he is. Enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today, we are continuing our series of I Am statements that Jesus made, and we're going to try to cover all the all eight of them. Um, we covered three in the first episode. If you haven't watched that, please go back and watch that. Some good stuff there. Um, and uh, this time around, we're going to cover the second thing. So the first one, we talked about bread and how Jesus is the bread of life. Um, bread is very prominent in the Old Testament, and it symbolized how God sustains us how he um, satisfies us, and how he saves us. Um, These are the things that he does. He gives life. And so the next one we wanted to talk about is uh, another really prominent topic um, that's in the Bible a lot, and that is light. And so Jesus comes in and says, uh, what? I am the light of the world, right? Jesus says he is the light of the world. And so we're going to cover that statement, but I, I guess in order to unpack that, we need to dive into the Old Testament and talk about light, right? Mm -hmm. So where does it all start? The beginning. (laughs) Right at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I forgot how the Bible explains it, but I guess, no, not like, (laughs) I'm talking
0: about- In the beginning? No, I know in the beginning,
1: but I mean the world, it was formless and dark. Oh, right, right, right. Right? So that's how the world is sort of described at first. Yeah, it's it's dark and void. It's Mm -hmm. void, it's dark, it's formless. Yep. And God says, "I think that's the very first thing God says. Let there be light. That's the very first thing God says. Let there be light." Yeah, I'll give you a Bible. Because I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know my word.
0: I'm very bad. I just uh, you, you. I'm kidding. You no. wanted to see yeah, the, 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 to the see actual like, thing. Exactly, yeah. You're just like me. I don't. I don't ever want to quote something I'm just and then just be right like, there. "Yo, I don't want to." <laughs> you
1: guessing. That was kind of. That was kind of rude. This man handed me a Bible because I didn't know <laughs> You said
0: you wanted to quote it I'm directly. Quote it, I'm quote there you it. go. Genesis one.
1: Okay, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. That's go. what I wanted to say. And the then, spirit of God was hovering oh, over, over the, the face waters. of the waters mm-hmm. which is dope yes um now let's go to the next page and god said let there be light and there was light yes okay. so god brings light to this dark darkness this void
0: this emptiness yeah so the world is light earth just existed but it was formless void it was like dark. a dark just a big thing of
1: water I guess Mm -hmm. because he says that he was hovering over the water. So, yeah, I'm assuming
0: earth was. So it's in verse three. Yeah. So in verse three, he says, let there be light. And there there was light.
1: light. And there was.
0: And the light overcame the darkness. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it. That's what it says in John. Right. Right. Yes. That the light light came into the world and that the the darkness did not overcome it. Um, Light came in into a dark world and it overcame darkness. Um, and, And one of the cool things, too, it's not just the sun. Um, And the moon. um, And and even then, I I honestly debate that too, because in the scriptures, it can be kind of confusing. Some people may have run into this issue because there's um, God creates the sun, the moon, the stars in like day four or something like that. But then in day one, he said, let there be light. And so you start to go, wait a second.
1: What was that light?
0: Yeah, like I thought that was the sun, Um, but it wasn't the sun. God didn't create the sun till day four. So what light is he talking about? He's talking about himself. <laughs> um, in the beginning, uh, actually, the Bible in the Bible, God describes Himself as unapproachable light, which doesn't sound very approachable. Um, but <laughs> it's it's unapproachable light. God is this bright and shining light, and that um, that is the way He describes Himself. Yeah. Um, and so we believe. Uh, what I believe is that when He said, "Let there be light," it was really just this presence, um, and that's why the Spirit is hovering over the waters, right? And there's this this light that comes down. Um, but but speaking of stars and moon and stuff like that, people actually back then used to follow stars as guides, right? Like the stars were their were their guides. I don't know what it is. astronomy. Not astrology,
1: astronomy. I think astronomy is just the st- No, but there's like an actual word for navigating using the stars.
0: Oh. I don't know what it is. Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. No, I'm just joking. Um but yeah, it's um yeah, so people would follow the stars. Um and that is how people would find their guidance right um
1: jesus that's how they found jesus
0: actually yeah that is true follow the north star north star wasn't the north star star it was a star 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 navigation Star. some anyways (laughs) starvigation
1: starvigation you heard it here folks um yeah but you know the the light would be used to navigate pillar of fire pillar of fire Mm -hmm. um was just obviously what it is it's the pillar of fire it was just this big pillar of light Mm -hmm. that would guide them as they would walk through the wilderness at
0: night oh yeah yeah and then during the day it was a cloud yeah it was like a just like a cloud Mm -hmm. that they would follow so they would follow a cloud by day and then by night it was like a pillar of fire that would light the way for them to travel during the night yep it's pretty cool even even before then in exodus i thought this was a really cool one um there was a plague of darkness that covers all of the land but in the land of of goshen kush area completely light there was no darkness at all like this darkness was so thick you could feel it um but when you go into like the land where the where the israelites lived they had perfect sunlight like it was nothing and everybody was like imagine you're in complete darkness but in the very very far distance all you could see is like a little beam of light coming down on a little small village that that's the light that lights up the world which is pretty interesting Um, but yeah we had the pillar of fire um, we also had um the 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 tabernacle and the temple. There was legitimately a lampstand in there that would provide light for the for the priest as he would go in and it would illuminate his path so that he wouldn't stumble right Santo like when you just just thinking about it, it's like wow No, you, you think anybody's ever tripped while walking in there. I wonder if you die if you tripped. <laughs>
1: Be, imperfect
0: that'd be, mortal. That'd be, be kind of <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> No, trick? I know that you would die if you went into the, pre, the into the holy and of holies holy. and you weren't you didn't ritually cleanse and purify yourself. Um that was a big no no. Um you would you would definitely be struck down. Um but yeah, there's a ton of
1: stuff. There's even one which is funny because all of our examples are being guided by light, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have Paul who was blinded by light but wasn't he being guided though he was being guided but mm. he had to be blinded <laughs> at first right which is weird yeah because all the other ones none of them went blind it was mm-hmm. just here's this light follow it but then pause here's this light oh not you're blind right so in order yeah. to show paul the truth he needed to be blinded at
0: would first. you describe that light as unapproachable
1: i would i would describe i would, would describe that light as undeniable he couldn't yes. do anything about it he yeah was, what the heck
0: yeah and he he's blinded by this light and so um light when I see light in scripture, I see, um, I see guidance. Um, I see exposure, illumination, right. And, um, I also see purification with light. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about those things, um, and talk about how Jesus exemplifies that for the life of a believer.
1: So to start it off, Psalms one nineteen one oh five. I actually just said what you said about being in the, um, The tabernacle, the temple. Mm -hmm. And he literally says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Mm. A lamp that would guide you as you would walk so that you wouldn't stumble. That's what David is saying. saying, Yeah, Your word is a lamp to my feet.
0: Right, because we live in a dark world. And so what's the thing that's going to guide us in the darkness while we're walking around trying to feel our way around? It says, my word is a lamp to your feet.
1: What does it say in Psalms 119 verses like 9? It says, how does a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word
0: mm. right? like how do yeah. i
1: keep my how do i keep it in a line with you exactly like it, truth like it.
0: it has a lot to do with truth, truth. i'm yeah. telling you that's a big part of it um isaiah 42 16 and i will lead the blind in a way that they do not know in paths they have not known i will guide them i will turn the darkness before them into light the rough places into level ground these are the things i do i do not forsake them and i do not forsake them mm-hmm. um What else we got?
1: Um, We have two from Proverbs 16. One is verse 9. It says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And then verse 25, There is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way to death.
0: Right. So in all of these verses, what we... What we want people to see and what we want everybody, our listeners to understand is that Jesus claims to be the light of the world because we live in a dark world. Everybody knows that. I mean, just this has been one of the most toxic years um, and even trickling into 2021, it's still been toxic Um, and, and it's been very difficult to navigate through this, but Jesus claims to be a light that will navigate us. Right. He says, what I will be, my word will be a lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. What does he say? He says, Hey, listen, you can plan your ways, but I will establish your steps. Right. God is saying, I'm here to guide you. And that's exactly what Jesus says. When he said he came into the world as the light of the world, he came to be a guidance, a guiding light for us. He's like a lighthouse. You know, um, in the middle of a dark night and a dark storm, when the ships are coming, the only thing they have to guide them is these giant lighthouses that shoot this beam across the sky. And they know, hey, I need to follow that light in order to get to safe, safely to shore. Um, and that's what Jesus is for us. He is a beacon of light. He is a beacon of hope to guide us through a dark world. And then uh, what's the second one we got?
1: Light illuminates. Ooh, I like this one. Um Light illuminates. So, <laughs> so you fancy this. I one? fancy this one. <laughs> yeah. Um so the first verse that we have is first John chapter one verse five. I almost said chapter one, John chapter one, verse five. First John Chapter one verse five. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Oof. Mm
0: god's light has a way of exposing imperfections mm-hmm. um it's like um i know i know there are women who probably identify with this i'm not a woman so i don't typically identify this but i do have a wife so i think i can kind of say this correctly and if, if i'm wrong just say jeremy's so dumb <laughs> but but i know that when you do like women will do their makeup Right in the house to kind of ho- cover over any types of blemishes or things like that, because, you know, it's just something that women do. It's, it's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, but what happens is they'll do their their makeup in the house. And I don't know if any ladies can identify with this where you do it in the house and it looks one way. But the minute you step outside into the sunlight man you notice the line and you're like oh my gosh i didn't blend this right it looked good in in the house in warm lighting but when you went into that uv light that the sun gives off it had a way of exposing the imperfections, right? It has a way of, you know, and you look good. I look at myself in the mirror and I'll just be like, hey, man, I look all right. And then when I go outside, I'm like, yo, what the heck is wrong with my face, bro? <laughs> I do that a lot when oh I gosh. shave my face. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I'll be shaving it and then I step outside and I'll look in the mirror in my car. And I'm like, oh, I missed this spot.
0: Yeah, there's something about natural God-given light that exposes the flaws in oh us. Like
1: I shaved good. Ah, oh, I missed a spot oh, missed right the here spot.
0: on my cheek. Yeah, man. And it's good, too, because guess what? Would you rather walk around unshaven or or, or shaved but missed a bunch of spots or to have a bright light existing in your life that will show you that so you can correct yourself? That's actually why most
1: bathrooms, especially in houses, use Mm -hmm. white light. Yeah, the light in your bathroom is not the same as the one in your room, because when you're in the mirror and you're you know you have to either shave, put makeup on, or whatever, Mm -hmm. you want to be able to see what it is that you're doing. Right, and that white light that comes from your little light bulbs right on Mm -hmm. top of your mirror perfectly show you everything, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can see a lot better. So, the way that light illuminates is that it shows those imperfections, right? And I think that that's exactly what Jesus is. trying to portray, mm-hmm. when Jesus comes, the greatest thing that Jesus has ever done is he can show you your heart. That's great. Right? He, mm-hmm. he perfectly explains everything that's wrong with man, mm-hmm. right? That we are either incapable of seeing ourselves or in denial of, mm-hmm. right? But he perfectly shows you your heart. Yeah. This is what he means when he says that he is the light. Mm-hmm.
0: I can show you what's wrong with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, too, what did Jesus say um, in, in John fourteen six, He says, I am the way, the truth and the life. Right. You notice that the way and the truth, those two things are, are super inseparable from who Jesus is. He is the way he guides us and he is the truth. He exposes us. Right. And that's so important in the life of a believer. And in, in Jesus's conversation with Pilate, he says,
1: anyone on the side of truth listens to me. Mm-hmm. Right so that's another thing that he's saying he's like mm-hmm. when it comes to exposing things when it comes to the reality of things mm-hmm. if you're on the side of truth and you're looking for truth you'll side with me right you'll believe in me because i am truth i am um there was a book that i was reading that when jesus had said this he wasn't just affirming the existence of truth but affirming his embodiment of truth mm-hmm. right wow so um i i think that that's what what it means when he says I am the way the truth and the life I expose mm-hmm.
0: these things. Yep, John sixteen thirteen. When the Spirit of Truth comes, Spirit of Truth, truth. comes, He will guide you into all the un, into all the truth. Right, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take what is Mine and declare it to you, all that the Father has is Mine. Therefore, I said, He will take what is Mine and declare it to you. Mm-hmm. So, Jesus was telling the disciples that the Spirit is going to come and he's going to guide you into all truth, right? All of the things that you have not known, I will make them known. This is the illumination of Jesus that he illuminates. As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit actually illuminates scripture for us. That's why um, before you gave your heart to Jesus, when you tried to be a Christian without like submitting to the lordship of Christ and you didn't receive the Holy Spirit, the Bible was very foreign to you. But when you give your heart to Jesus and yield yourself to the spirit, all of a sudden scripture starts to make sense in a way that it didn't before. And you go, wow, like I understand this now it's a supernatural thing it's, it's not something that we have to train ourselves it's those aha yeah. moments that yeah where you'll start like connecting scripture and mm-hmm. you're like dude yeah what? it's true and the more you read scripture the more you pick up on all these little mm-hmm. subtle nuances and things um, but yeah that's what the holy spirit does that's what jesus does they're here to light and illuminate our mm-hmm. path um and then the last one it purifies mm-hmm. light purifies there's a lot of um, examples of that in Scripture. Mm-hmm.
1: One that we have is uh, 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. We have fellowship with one another. And the, bro- and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us.
0: Well, wow. So there you see, again, where are the commonalities here? You're seeing the word light. You're seeing the word truth and you're seeing the word cleanse, right? The idea that if we walk in the light, we expose our impurities that God will make us pure and that he will wash us and cleanse us from our sins. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. How do we do that? Walking in the light. Walking in the light. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm 119.9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. This is the one you brought up I earlier. I didn't even realize we had it. Yeah, yeah, I it's like, there. Let me just... um, I, I thought you were going to go over it. And I was no. like, that's okay. We can just go over it now. But um, as a matter of fact, why don't you just finish reading it?
1: Okay, yeah. So uh, Psalm 119.9 through 16. How can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your
0: ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word.
1: That's great. I love I love that
0: one. I love it too. It's like, how, how can I stay pure? You know, like if the light purifies, how do I stay pure by guarding it? According to the word, this has just been the consistent theme that we've been seeing here where he's talking about truth. He's talking about his word. Your word is a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So if we walk in the light, then that means that we're walking according to the word of God. And if we do that, we will not stumble. We will not trip up. We will not, you know, because we are walking according to the word of God and in so doing, being purified by the light that he offers. Um, I love this. And I think that one of the things that really tells us is that when I'm in Christ and when I give my heart to him, his light comes into my life it guides me, right? Um, It it exposes me as well, but it also purifies me. Like it it would be one thing if Jesus just goes, "Ah, I'm just going to let my light expose your sinfulness. But no, he exposes your sinfulness in order to heal you of your sinfulness. Um, And so exposure is good um, because it allows us to be in a vulnerable place where we can admit that we have faults, that we can admit that we're doing wrong. And God can come in and start the healing cleansing process in our life. Um, You want to add anything there?
1: Yeah. Um, it's all happened to us before. We've all been exposed in one way or another. And we don't like it. We don't like the way it feels. You know what I mean? We don't like having our flaws kind of put on blast. But that's exactly what the Bible does. Right. It's sort of telling you what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And it's a reality check. And I think that that's one thing that even i myself still need to learn how to do to accept that exposure yeah. mm-hmm. to accept the fact that something is wrong with me yeah and that jesus is trying to fix that right and instead of taking cuz a lot of people do that you even see it today a, a lot of the younger generation doesn't like the way that the bible is worded mm-hmm. it doesn't like the things that it says because it exposes a truth that they're comfortable with right so um yeah i think that the the way that light sort of illuminates that truth, it's tough to swallow, but it's important for us to know.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that I think that can be our prayer throughout this week is God expose those hidden things in my life that are not of you. Because all of us, the Bible says it, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We all make mistakes. We all um, continually you know, mess up from time to time, but I think it's so important for us to to yield that to God and say, "Hey, God, will you expose those things in my life? Even the things I think there was a, a Psalm or something about that, or maybe a proverb, where it's like expose the hidden things that I that I may not even be aware of." Um, I think that's one of the most. Man, I really wish I could find where that was. That just it just came into my head. I'll find it, but um that's so important for the life of a believer to expose ourselves you know and humble ourselves before god and say hey i'm gonna walk in the light because that's the thing a lot of us don't walk into the light we walk in the darkness because in the darkness is where you can get away with things right that, that's why when people rob houses and things like they don't do it in broad la- daylight they do it at night when people can't see them um because the the darkness hides our deeds but um it was like i i preached about this not that long ago um and i said that um Actually, when you hide sin in your life, you actually give it the perfect environment to grow in. It's like yeast. Um, yeast. When you put it, in, um, yeast is what you put in bread to make it rise. It's a bacteria, and what happens is you put a little bit of yeast in a lump of dough, and you put it in the refrigerator and close the door. The refrigerator light turns off, and it's just cold and dark. You leave it in there, and the the whole entire bread will become infected with this bacteria, um, and it'll make your bread, your dough rise. Then. What do you do with it? The only way to get rid of it? Throw it in the oven and, and and fry it. Um, but the way that you can stop the yeast process from happening is to leave the dough in the in the light, and the light actually kills off yeast bacteria and doesn't allow the process to, to for it to multiply because the light has a way of stopping the that process from happening. Same thing with sin. You 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 hide yourself you, you know, we have grow groups, get plugged into a grow group, get involved with some people. So that way you can expose, um, some of those things maybe that you're struggling with. And there'll be people who are right alongside you who can say, Hey, listen, I'm struggling with the same thing, but the Lord gives grace. He is loving, he's forgiving and merciful. And he's going to help us get through this. He is going to be our guiding light. Who's going to guide us. He's going to purify us, um, and sometimes expose us, but that's a good thing. So amen thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. If you did, don't forget to give us a like, a follow, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast with as many people as you know, so we can get the word of God out to everyone everywhere. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys on the next episode.